This is a great alternative framework to assess the landscape within your market, whether you're currently in the market or you're looking to enter the market. This is Ari Mizell from lessdoing.com and you're listening to my friend Ash Roy on the Productive Insights Podcast. Welcome to the Productive Insights Podcast, where you can learn how to systemize, automate, and scale your business via the internet. To access previous episodes and useful productivity tips, go to www.productiveinsights.com. Now, here's your host, Ash Roy. This episode is brought to you by the Productive Insights Done For You podcast launch service, which positions you as a leading authority in your market and successfully turns listeners into high-value customers. Book a call with me on callashroy.com to discuss how we can get started. Once again, that's callashroy.com, all one word, and together we can position you as the leading authority in your market. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, I strongly recommend you also check out episode number 49, where I talk about the Porter's Five Forces approach, which is another excellent tool that allows you to assess your market's landscape and identify opportunities and threats around your business. Today, I'll be bringing you a solo episode where I'll be talking about the PEST framework. Yes, you heard that right. PEST is an acronym for political, economic, social, and technological. And this framework allows you to look at your business through these four lenses. Now, I haven't found a specific person to whom I can attribute this framework. So I am going to attribute it to my course notes from my MBA from the Australian Graduate School of Management. Okay, so the reason I decided to cover this framework today is because back in episode 49, I covered the Porter's Five Forces framework to analyze your business's viability. And this is a great alternative framework to assess the landscape within your market, whether you're currently in the market or you're looking to enter the market. So PEST is an acronym for political, economic, social, and technological, and it essentially helps you to look at your industry through each of those four lenses. It's a great tool to scan your environment and get ahead of the curve. It enables you to position yourself proactively in light of political economic, social, and technological changes that are coming down the line. Essentially, it allows you to be very competitive and proactive within your market. The other reason I think the PEST framework is a good one to consider is it gives you the opportunity to address how these various aspects interact with each other. So for instance, technology and socioeconomic factors often have a significant interaction which exacerbates their impact on your market. And the PEST framework is a great tool to be able to see that interaction. More on that a bit later. So what is the PEST framework? As I said before, the PEST framework stands for political, economic, sociocultural and technological elements. And it allows you to look at your market through those lenses. So let's look at each of these four elements in some detail. When you're looking at your industry from a political perspective, you would be asking yourself, what are the key governmental changes likely to occur in the industry in the coming years? Are there any legislative changes afoot that are going to affect this industry? From an economic perspective, you'd be asking, what is the economic growth in this area? How stable is the economy? What is the price environment like? How is globalization impacting the economics of this industry? 
when you're looking at it from a socio-cultural perspective, you'd be saying, what is the population growth like and how is the age profile likely to affect or change the industry? Are there generational shifts happening that could impact the industry? What are the employment patterns like? When you're looking from a technological perspective, you'd say, are there emerging technologies in the industry? Are these emerging technologies likely to change the industry and how the delivery of services or products within the industry happens? Do competitors have access to these new technologies that could redefine the products? Is there governmental research in related areas that could be taken advantage of? Are there technological hubs you could learn from? A big aspect to consider when it comes to technology is disruptive change. We've seen how Uber has disrupted the transportation industry and pretty much decimated the taxi industry or the cab industry. The internet, of course, has disrupted several industries and has facilitated just about every disruption you can think of, right from how iTunes disrupted the music industry all the way through to the auto industry where they're working on self-driving cars that rely on internet feedback to steer themselves. And we are seeing that exacerbated impact or the compounding effect of technological and socioeconomic factors in this disruptive space. Technology is changing society and how we interact with each other and with our devices, which in turn is having an impact on how we purchase products and services in society. For instance, technology has changed people's expectations of how to catch a cab, and now it's facilitated by an app on a phone, which a few years ago was unthinkable in society. So in this example, technology and social impacts have had a compounding effect and resulted in a massively disruptive change to the taxi industry or the cab industry, depending on which term you prefer to use. So I thought a good way to bring this framework to life and to explain how it actually works in practice is to apply it to a hypothetical business. So I've come up with a hypothetical business called Hypothetical Legal Services. Not a very imaginative name, but it'll do for the purposes of this tutorial. Now, Hypothetical Legal is a legal firm that has several branches around the country and offers services in conveyancing, family law, litigation. It has about 150 active clients. The company has won a lot of awards for their services, but they're finding lately that they're having difficulty competing on price while still delivering a good quality service. So let's have a look at this business using the PEST framework. So Hypothetical Legal would look at the political impacts and regulatory changes around how law is practiced within the country and how changes in regulations around the practice of law may affect their business and the industry. For example, regulatory changes around how they can advertise may affect how the legal practice markets as services. Allowing a no-win, no-fee arrangement could completely change the landscape of the industry and could potentially result in bidding wars between legal firms and have a negative impact on the quality of services provided. From an economic perspective, hypothetical legal may find that the global financial crisis had a long-lasting impact on the legal industry. They may find that their customers are far less likely to pay premium prices for good quality work and that their customers are a lot more price sensitive. This could potentially lead to a deterioration in the quality of legal services and essentially result in a race to the bottom, driven by lower prices. Some firms might be outsourcing certain aspects of legal services to overseas providers to try and keep their costs down. 
And that could result in a fragmented delivery of services, which again could affect the quality of the overall outcome from a legal standpoint. Next, hypothetical legal might look at things from a socioeconomic perspective. Generational shifts are definitely going to have an impact on the industry. People's expectations around innovation and speed to market are going through the roof in most industries, and the legal industry is probably no exception. The market could well be expecting more for less and for the legal services to be delivered in more flexible ways that could potentially compromise the integrity of the service. All these factors could lead to increased volatility in the industry. From a technological perspective, the legal industry will certainly be affected. Clients may go looking for the same services or aspects of those services overseas or online or both, even though the services may not be of the same quality. And unless hypothetical legal undertakes a proactive pest analysis, they may not even be aware of this problem because they might not even know that their clients are looking for these services online and they're actually losing business to the online channel. If hypothetical legal uses the PEST framework to diagnose the problem, then they might, for example, choose to build authority and establish value in their services through a podcast like this one, for example, and use that as a vehicle to attract new clients and demonstrate value and also differentiate themselves in the market. There's a good possibility that certain aspects of the industry could be completely redefined within five to 10 years. For example, let's take a customer called John. Previously, he would have tried to find a lawyer to do his will and his estate planning by using his social networks and by seeking out referrals through people that he knew and trusted. Today, John goes online and tries to access a service that provides him with pro forma wills, allowing him to create the document himself. Now, if needed, he could speak to an online legal assistant to finish the process. This is not as customized a solution and probably is not as good quality a solution as a face-to-face consultation with a lawyer. But because John doesn't know any different, he takes what he doesn't realize is a riskier, albeit cheaper and more convenient alternative. So hypothetical legal, as a result of doing this pest analysis, might realize that this is a factor actually affecting their business and taking customers away without them even knowing it. Now that they've diagnosed the problem, hypothetical legal might decide to position themselves as an authority through a powerful content strategy that may include podcasting, written content, and other forms of online education that can be distributed cheaply and effectively via the internet. Technology also could cause commoditization of legal services. We've seen this happen in the medical industry. Several smaller medical centers have been bought out by large corporates which has led to some degree of commoditization in general practice. Technology could potentially have a similar impact on the legal industry and on hypothetical legal. So as you can see, hypothetical legal could really benefit from looking at the industry and their business using the PEST framework. It might give them some valuable insights around what is causing attrition to their profit and give them an opportunity to address it using a good quality content marketing strategy which attracts high value clients and lifelong relationships. Through a good quality content marketing strategy, they could explain how they can bring better value to the table and make a strong case to attract clients like John who would otherwise have gone for the cheaper but riskier online solution. This content marketing platform can be used to build a know, like and trust relationship that has a massive impact on profit through client relationships that lead to recurring business. 
Okay, now let's look at some challenges around the PEST framework. The PEST framework can highlight a lot of risks and threats to your business and industry, but each of these risks and threats should be evaluated through hard data. Another challenge with the PEST framework is it can be quite overwhelming and it can lead to paralysis by analysis. So it's important when using the PEST framework to look at specific aspects that the PEST framework highlights and then follow those specific aspects through and take action on those aspects before going back and looking at other threats or challenges the PEST framework presents. The same applies to opportunities that the PEST framework would highlight. So what are the action steps? The action step is to take a piece of paper and draw a line from the top to the bottom and another line from the left to the right to divide the piece of paper into four quarters. Now write political in the first quarter, technological in the second, social in the third and economic in the fourth. Brainstorm the ways in which each of these elements are affecting your industry and write down one or two action steps in each of those four quarters. This is the important part. Don't write down more than one or two action steps. Now, for each of these action steps, make sure you're very clear about the assumptions you're making and ensure that they are backed with hard data. For instance, you might feel that a high proportion of your competition is coming from overseas due to globalization and legal work getting outsourced. Verify this by checking industry trends. Google is a great place to start. And once you've verified the assumption, then you start taking action on that particular aspect. The other thing to watch out for is not to overanalyze. Take a small chunk and work on that aspect of your business first. Address that one specific threat before moving on to the next. So there you go. That's the PEST framework for you. I hope you enjoyed that. And if you did, I would really appreciate it if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a review and share this podcast episode with a few other people that you think would benefit. If you need help implementing any of the concepts discussed in this podcast episode or any other episode in this series, head over to www.callashroy.com, all one word, and book a time to speak with me. In a future episode, I'll be talking about SWOT analysis, which stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. It's another tool to look at your business and your industry. Thanks for listening. This is Ash Roy from ProductiveInsights.com, and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Productive Insights Podcast. You can find all the links in the show notes below this episode on ProductiveInsights.com. You can also ask questions in the comment section that Ash personally answers. How can Ash help you today? 